Good afternoon. Good afternoon, beloved. I am excited. I am excited. Yes, because God corrected me. Yes, I love it. So good afternoon. Welcome to Speak Life Radio. Oh, go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. I'm praying you have the most blessed day, beloved, in the name of Jesus. Yes, God is good. Okay, God is good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So I'm lifting up my whole household along with myself. I am lifting you and your whole household. I am lifting the kingdom family. Worldwide, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trotting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn. We're lifting them up and their families. We're lifting children worldwide. We are lifting children. In the name of Jesus. Let me just get my Bible. Stuff be falling down or something. So, good afternoon. We are lifting up the lights in the earth. The children of light. And that's a, that's a responsibility. But we're lifting up the children in light. So, Father, we come to you, Lord. I am so grateful. I am just thankful to be here in this assignment. Lord, use all of us. Lord God, drop a seed that's unshakable, unmovable, Lord, that we can't even get it out of our minds until it manifests or we get an understanding in the name of Jesus, Lord. Show yourself. You are welcome. I acknowledge you. The door is open, Lord. You don't have to knock, Lord. I'm sitting down awaiting your your instructions, your voice, your word. And I pray so on both sides of the camera. We are anticipating you, Lord God, in excitement, knowing, Lord God, this is a change. This is for a newness. This is for our new creatures that we are becoming. Lord, bind up everything that would be contrary uh, to your word coming forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, show up, show out, Lord, have your way in the name of Jesus. So good afternoon, beloved. I'm so excited because I've been communing, so I'm excited. So what I came to talk about, which I can't see it, you know, so it'd be like, and then it, uh, what are you bringing to the table? What did God say? Okay. So I was in here because what are you bringing to the table came to me much earlier. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay. And I'm preparing uh, just to get myself together. Then I started, you know, doing the photo shoot and cutting blankets and, and, but anyway, so I thank God for it though, because in the midst, God showed up and like a lot of times you really got to catch what God is doing or what he's saying. Because just be like, okay, that just happened. And and just go on but it's something in it it's something in it because yesterday i was uh talking to my daughter and i was just i wonder why this and how is this and blah, 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 blah. and god showed up today with an answer unexpected i didn't even catch it at first i didn't catch it no i i, I listen i'll be slow with the lord 
a lot of times. I'll be catching on slow. Y'all can talk about me all you want. I'll be catching on slow. Okay? But what he was showing me, what he was showing me is that it doesn't matter where you are. If God has it planned, it's going to meet, God going to meet you right there. God going to meet you right there. So come, what do you bring to the table? This is how we think. Like this last week, God showed me how small in different areas. My mind is like, how small? It's just, just small stuff. Then I'm like, oh, how is this going to, and it's just, it's small. It is small. He showed me what Rachel's got. It's just so small, just small, just small. And I'm like, okay, I'm like fish out of water here. Women. You just think it's so small. It's just, it's just small, just small. And so many times when we're meeting people, it could be in any form. People are doing this in the faith. People do this school i mean who who we're going to fellowship with who who we might intend on being in a marriage relationship with okay hey new york how you doing new york sending love out to you woman sending grace peace be multiplied to you and your household girl and you you just ice skating on on black ice okay well you know i love I'm not going to get off track. Okay, so, you know, so we, we pick and choose people off of superficial stuff, stuff that don't even matter. Like, cause I'm in here thinking about it and God talking to me at the same time and sent me to another word. Like, what did God say? So that's how you got these two sayings, you know, what, what are you bringing to the table? What did God say? Because I wanted to talk about both of them because... What are you bringing to the table? You you know how even, hey, you know, snow is a funny thing. Ice, but you know, I kind of miss it, but I don't like where we are right now. If I see a little flake, I'm not leaving the house. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, if, I, if I even see a little flake, I'm not leaving. Where we are right now, if I see a little flake, I'm not already made it no i'm not gonna leave i'm mm -mm, i'm not gonna mm -mm, because it just don't seem like a uh, mm, i don't think it'll be a good experience here where i am mm -mm, and i haven't walked on snow really really in years so i'm not even playing with it i'm be one of those people i'm gonna be in like an eskimo into the snow melt that's just how it's going down but so what do you bring it to the table so you know for a while I was content where I am because it's like my lifestyle, you know, what am I going to bring to the table? Even in fellowships. I mean, I have had certain people fall off sisters in my life because they just don't think I'm progressive. So they just, you know, fell off or, and, and not everybody, everybody for different reasons, but I do have a couple of, they just felt like I just was stagnant. So it's like, okay, what are you bringing to the table? So, you know, we like, we we are big on education. If you have the letters behind your name, if you, you say you work at a certain place, people want to be connected to you. If you go to a certain church, people want to be connected to you. If they hear that you're connected to people, because I noticed some people that the Lord have me meeting, I'm like, okay, what are a lady running for Senate or something. I met her uh, campaign manager just a few weeks ago. And I said, okay, Lord, what does this mean? What is 
all of this, these women in these stature places, serious cliques. I mean, some, some cliques, even in the faith, look a little gangster these days. I'm starting to wonder. But anyway, so this is, this is how we think so superficial, even people in the faith, people in the faith. I mean, even people, people will disconnect because of churches. It's, it's just the craziest thing. It's, it's earthly. It's, it's, it's a deadly way of thinking because it's earthly. So I was sitting here thinking about that and where I am right now, right? I don't watch the news, but the little glimpse I get off of when I click onto my YooHoo account and, and see all that stuff or now when I go on whatever this bling, uh, bling or bing or whatever this thing is, every time I click on that, it sends me to some news. So it's like, okay, I can't be thinking small like that. When, when, Furby is that my baby. So when now, when you're meeting people, right? And you're, you're trying to build your network around you or whoever you're going to give your time to. Now it's funny because me and my daughter was talking about this yesterday, but today I was thinking about this. You know, it's great to have sisters around me and they're doing all this stuff in there. You know, they're, they're progressing this guy right here and you're and they're just progressing in, in things. And yeah, but I want to know this. First, I want to know, do you know Christ? See, because it's great to be in a room full of people that are progressive, but if God don't know none of y'all, what is the point of me being there? If if we all in this room together and the Lord's like, I don't know nobody in this room. Y'all could be of the greatest stature in 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 the world. If you want, you could be the president of a country. I wouldn't even care because God don't know you. What God don't know you. Now he could put me there as the light. Okay, that's great. But if God don't know you. What, and I'm sitting here like, well, I'm with President so-and-so, but God don't know him. So who know him if God don't know him? I'm just saying. Sisters and, and uh-uh. At this point, at this point, you can tell me you've done all kind of stuff in the world. I'm going to ask you this. Uh, have you ever been in warfare? And they looking at me crazy? Okay. Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced demonic spirits. You ain't never experienced that. Hmm. You can be looking at my bank account, which most likely if it don't say zero, it ain't going that far. My, my, for, for the last few years, if my, it ain't going that far. I mean, it was just my bank account been open just because the basic is in there. Okay. So they're going to look at me like, uh-uh, she's not, she's not progressive. I'm looking at you like, if you claiming to be a Christian, and you don't experience no warfare. You have never encountered darkness at all. You're right. We're not going. Our conversation is going to be off. Because what I'm going to be telling you about, you, you're not going to be able to, it's not going to be rational. So it's like we're, we're having people around us, and that's great. But can you get a prayer through? I mean, do heaven hear from you at all and respond? Can you get a prayer through? 
Because if you can't get no prayer through and me and you together and we get into some type of situation, who we going to call on? That that old song just came, but I ain't going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. But who 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 are we going to be able to call to? Who who we going to be? How are we going to get out of this thing? How are we going to? This is the first time you're going to meet Jesus? This is your come to Jesus moment? That might not be the right time. It's like we are very superficial. We're superficial how we're even marrying. And, and I'm, 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 oh, it is? Well, I have no idea. I have no idea what's, I don't know whether it's this guy right here. I have no idea what's going on. But we bind it up in the name of Jesus. How about that? So, and then, hey, if, if I'm going through something, I want to be connected to some people that even can feel that I'm going through something. They may not know what I'm going through, but they can come to me and say, you were in my spirit. You were in my spirit. I don't know what it was, but I started to pray for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I started to call out your name to the Lord. Because if I got a bunch of people around me and the world know them and they have this great status, but God don't know them. When I'm going through, I could paint on this happy whatever and be dying in the inside and they never know. And they never know. They, they, they don't have a clue anything going on with me because they have not tapped in to an experience with the Lord, to an experience with the Lord. And, or you're the person always carrying all the weight because everybody else around you are coming to you because you're the one, they know you're the Christian. So they're coming to you, but who's pouring in if everybody around you is pouring out? Now, that makes me think about the widow because there are people set in our lives to draw us to Christ. But at what point are we going to get to know him for ourselves? We have to come off of the surface. We have to come off the surface because it is great even for people that are having getting married people that are pregnant i mean if if everybody around you don't have no hope and you start speaking these things over even an un, unborn child you don't have nobody around you that can speak life you don't have nobody around you that can say no we 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 bind up sickness we bind up anything that's abnormal we bind up anything that the doctor's report, if it don't line up with what the word of God say, we're binding that up right now in the name of Jesus. If you don't have anybody around you, but your baby shower is packed and, and, and you got the best clothes and, and, and the best this, and you got the jogging stroller and you got the swimming stroller, but there is nobody around you that can speak life there's nobody around you that can lay hands. There's nobody around you that can say, okay, right now we about to touch and agree. Nobody even think about touching and agreeing because they don't know God. Because they don't know God. But they have all these letters behind their name and 
they are the the mayor of here or they are the ceo of there but at the same time they don't know the lord and the lord don't know them and this is how this is how we relate this is how we get involved with people because of their earthly status because of their earthly status but they don't know jesus they don't it's like they're without hope they don't know jesus there's no way i can give you any bold assurance there is no way i can go before the throne of god because i don't know jesus because i don't know jesus yeah i heard about him and i'm fighting him but i can't even tell you why but all these friends and this is how people can be suicidal with all these people around them all these people around them because there's nobody that can speak life there's nobody that can say this is what the lord is saying there is nobody that can give you an encouraging word there's nobody even though your child out there in the streets there's nobody that can say this is what the lord said about your children this is what the lord said about my children and we're going to stand on this this is what the lord said about your marriage i don't care what your marriage look like right now this is what the lord says and this is what we're going to stand on these two or three scriptures come in touching and agreeing because god said two or three witnesses so we're going to go in this word and we're going to get those two or three scriptures that is going to call heaven attention because what God said, his word is not going to come back to him void. I hear what you saying, but that word is void because that's not what thus says the Lord. There's nobody around that can say, okay, this person that's teaching you, yeah, they might have good intentions, but they're not rightly dividing the word of truth because this is what thus says the Lord say. Because otherwise, I mean, we're all blind leading blind. It's the blind leading the blind. And everybody think they're doing great being led by blindness. And when he said the blind leading the blind, he was talking about those in the, in authority. He wasn't talking about just the, just the everyday. He's talking about uh, the blind. He was, he's talking about leadership. This is what he's talking about. And, and we, we, we're, chasing after the wrong things we're chasing after things that they're superficial you have to study you have to study but you also need a preacher because that's what the words say because we could be studying all day with no revelation from god and we're put up to uh, listen i have somebody uh close to me and I tell you, in their mind, they be putting that word together how, and I'm like, no, 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 that's not what it's saying. That's not what it is. That don't have nothing. Your feelings is, is, but they believe it. They believe because they don't believe they have to study. They don't believe they have to study. If they got one little piece of something, they going to put that together and be, this is why I think God doing it. And I'm like, don't be telling nobody that stuff but this is what they believe so we also need the body is so fitly joined together as god the father god the son our lord and savior jesus christ the word of god the holy spirit of god 
And then you have the apostles teaching, you have the, the prophets teaching. So this is what we're under. This is what, because God is order. Then you have those that are apostles, those that are teachers, preachers, how they say the fivefold ministry. I don't know what it's called, but he has all these. These are the leadership God has, the order of, because they're, regardless if we understand that or not, in good and evil, there is military. God is military. You can't just jump over a rank because you feel like that's what you're going to do. Or you don't feel like that person is qualified, so you're going to jump over their rank. God don't honor that. He says, do it all things decently and in order because he has an order. It's military. It's military. God has an order and we have to respect that order. We have to respect those offices. Rather, that's Jojo from up the street. He used to be this and he used to be that. Okay, but God got him as a, as a pastor and you got to respect that order in that, in that office because God has equipped him. And this is what, this is what Paul says. This is, this is what Paul says. This is how Peter says it. This is how Jude says it. It's all in an order right here. Ephesians 1, mostly all the books after, I believe it's after Romans. I believe it's after, let me see if it is Romans, but I believe it's mostly all the books, except for maybe a couple of them, but mostly all the books, uh-uh, even Romans. So it's after the books of Acts, but even in the books of Acts, it's an introductory. There's an introductory. And it's there for a reason. We understand their foundation in Christ. Um, he don't do the introduction. It's after the books of Acts. So the book of Romans, it says this, and this is how we have to respond to these things if we had an understanding. Verse one, Romans one, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called. Okay, yeah, that's that's my brother right there. It says, Paul, the man comes first. How we live, the, the office or the credibility come first. But in God's order, the man comes first. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. This, is, this means he's saying, Paul, a servant of the Lord or a servant of the word of God, okay? called he's letting you know called to be an apostle he's at that level apostolic teaching he's at that level where god the father god the son our lord and savior jesus christ the word of god then the holy ghost spirit the apostles and the prophets he had that level of understanding and foundational building. And it is the will of God. It is the will of God. It says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. 
separated until the gospel or the word of God. He's letting you know this is God's ordination and it is by God. It's not done by man. So when we're going and we are yoking ourselves to a credibility, is it God's will or is that man's will? He tells you, he tells you, he did these, if, if we understood these books, let us know who is teaching us and what is God's will. First Corinthians one, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ, the word of God, the Lord Jesus through the will. It is the will of God. It is the will of God. And softens our brother unto the churches, the church of God. He has that type of authority. He can speak as a messenger to the whole church. We we are yoking ourselves. 2 Corinthians 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, the word of God, by the will, by the will of God. And Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are which are in Achaia or Achaia, y'all know. Grace be unto you, peace from God. He's telling you who's sending him. Peace be from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and we we play with these things. So we can't just come to the word thinking we come to the word any kind of way. This is how he said, be careful how you lay your foundation. How not, not how you lay, how you lay your work on the foundation that's already been established. It's already been established. Paul, an apostle, not of men. Galatians 1, 1, neither by men but by Jesus Christ, by the word of God and God the Father who raised him up from the dead. All of them, except for a couple of books, Hebrews, no, but most of these books, there is an introduction of who is talking and who this word is directed to and how we are to come honoring this word, we are honoring men, don't knowing what God said, don't know what the will of God said, but we know what this person is doing and what that person is doing. But you have to know the will of God. It says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes where are scattered abroad, greetings. He's talking about the whole Hebrews. 1 Peter 1, 1, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, the word of God, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, <coughs> excuse me, Bithany, elect according to the foreknowledge of God. They come with a credibility. We're looking at earthly accredibility that may not be ordained by God. So, you know, when you come into this knowledge, right? When you come into to this, 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 this knowledge, John is, uh, I'm trying to, but I, I, I'm going to, since I started, 
John. First uh, epistle of John. John is another one that don't do necessarily the introductory. However, if you keep, it says he starts off with 1 John epistle 1, that which was from the beginning, which we heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, our hands have handled of the word of life. He is not telling you because with John, it's always a humility. We know it's not about John. It's not about I'm doctor. So, so he, we know it's not. It's not about John. But he also has to let us all know his credibility. The, uh, the elder, no, is it John 3? The elder, the elder, the elder, third epistle. He also says this in the second epistle. Epistle, the elder until the well beloved. Yeah, he's an apostle by the will of God. Jude, a the servant of Jesus Christ, the word of God, and brother of James. He's also the brother of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. No, no, this is the thing. It's the will of God to be called, okay? These are already set. Apostles, pastors, sir, these offices are set by God. They're set by God, okay? They are written. What is written? So the thing is, yes, there's many things that man put their hand to, but, but at the end of the day, we still have to honor because God said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Promotion doesn't come from the east or north away. It comes from God. However, there's things men put their hand to, but even in that, we have to honor it if God allowed it. We still have to honor the office. We have to honor whoever that appointment is. Let me show you this here. Because just even if we think or it could be evident that the person said they're evil and they're wicked, okay? This is what I was taught and I had to learn. I had to learn this. And, and a lot of things get ripped up in our lives because we put our mouth and our hands on things we shouldn't touch. Saul was evil. He was. Saul, the first king. Saul, no, I'm, I'm no, this is not just for you asking the question, this is something somebody else could be thinking too. Saul was the first king, okay, of the whole Israel. He was evil, okay? This is why David didn't touch him. Even after David was anointed by the will of God, Saul was still in office. So yes, David, could have used his authority to kick him out. But David said he, sh he shall not touch God's anointed. Why did he say that? Because Samuel anointed Saul with a vial, okay? So he was anointed. So this is why even with him knowing David is, is, is the person that God has chosen over him, Saul was willing to touch David because he he wasn't following the order of God anyway. 
God's spirit had already left him. So, but David had an understanding because he's a man after God's own heart. That is the important part of it. Everybody can be in different offices, but are we after God's heart? This is what makes the difference, even in the offices, even in the, the coming forth of whatever we're doing. Is God with us? Because if we're after his heart, which means we study to show ourselves approved because the word of God is God's heart in his mind. And if we're seeking after the heart and mind, the angel said, we know, or he said to Mary Magdalene, I know that you seek Jesus. So spiritual realms know who we are because they can see. They may not know the whole thing God has prepared, but they know who's seeking Jesus. They know who's on their knees. They know who's studying to show themselves approved unto God. They know who is the anointed. They know. We can go by what we hear or what we see or what we think. But this is why we even, when we're even involving people in our lives, you go to the Lord because the Lord knows the heart. He knows the heart. He knows what this flesh is covering up and what spirits are truly operating. He knows. So God will give you a yay or a nay on whether this person should be in such contact with you that they can touch you in ways that they, if they were not even in your circle, they wouldn't be able to touch you. Things God ordained Judas. God ordained Judas. This is, God has a way of doing it. Uh, uh, um, am I in the right place? Ezekiel 28, verse 14. No, Ezekiel 28, verse 1. The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, Son of man, say unto the prince, this prince is the base word of principality. You know, Ezekiel has some type of authority from God where he can say, son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, thus says the Lord, because your heart is lifted up and you have said, I am a God. Now, this is a principality calling himself a God. So he has to have some type of dominion okay and you have said i am a god i sit in the i sit in the seat of god in the midst of the seas in the world okay yet you are a man and not god though you have set your heart as the heart of god i'm going to skip down to verse 11 moreover the word of the lord came unto me saying son of man Take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus says the Lord God, you seal up the sum full of wisdom and perfect. Let me tell you how powerful 
this principality is. If I go back into um, verse 3, behold, this is what God, this is how God is describing this principality. Behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There go that Daniel. You are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that they can hide from you. There is no secret that they can hide from you. With your wisdom and with your understanding, you have gotten your riches and have gotten gold and silver into your treasures by your great wisdom and by your traffic, whatever dealings he's doing. You have increased your riches and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. Verse 11, moreover, the word of the Lord came into me saying, son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyres and say unto him, thus says the Lord God, you seal up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Now, beauty is not an outward. Beauty is some form of a spirit. It's connected to a spirit. You have been in Eden, the garden of God. This is this is this principality that Ezekiel is sent to declare to. You have been in the Eden, uh, you have been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper. I'm in Ezekiel 28, 13. The sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, the gold and gold, the workmanship of your tablets and of your pipes was prepared in you in the day you was created. You are the anointed cherub. You are the anointed cherub that covers. And I, the Lord, have set you so. You was upon the holy mountain of God. You have walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. You was perfect in your ways from the day that you was created till inequity was found to you. God set him as anointed. But this is how we, we have to approach it. Jude tells us, and I'm going to close with this. Jude tells us the order. Jude tells us, before I go to Jude, Zechariah, Zechariah, it should be chapter three. Zechariah three, verse one. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, okay, standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, the Lord rebuke you. O Satan, even the Lord that have chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. 
Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And, and he answered and spoke unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away his filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused your inequity to pass from you, and I will clothe you with the change a remnant. Joshua is another Joshua, the high priest. He was in position. He was in position with filthy garments. Still in position. Hey, Michigan, how you doing, girl? Praying all is well with you, beloved. Sending grace and peace be multiplied to you and your household in the name of Jesus. Good to see you. The anointing of God is God, he does things and we don't understand. Joshua, is, he was still in position, still a high priest, still. And people would be connecting because he's a high priest, but in God's sight, his garments were filthy. In God's sight. I'm going to close with Jude because Jude tells us, I was just studying Jude. Um, Jude tells us how God order and, and who we are yoking ourselves to and why we yoke ourselves to people is for different reasons. I was supposed to go to the blind leading the blind, but that's okay. It's, I'm doing well, sis, sending love out to you. We, we look at status. God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. Who we are yoking ourselves to is so important because it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Well, what are you, who are you and who are you connected to? That's more important to me than what your status is. What did God say? Do you know what God said? We don't know what God said. Well, we we already gonna be unevenly yoked. Well, maybe I'm I'm sent to help, or whatever the case may be. But what did God say? What is God saying about even you and I yoking together? Have we heard from God? Is this is this His His will? Is this His will? And then what is his will? What is the assignment? How do we be yoked? What is the actual assignment? Because this is how many times we get our feelings hurt. Because we're really trying to yoke with somebody that has an intent by God to be in our lives. And, and we can, can take it wrong because we want this type of connection. But God is saying, no, this person is here. For this reason in this season, that might be your preacher to help you as you're studying to understand what you're studying. This person, God has already prepared them in that area to help you to get to another step in your walk. But we got to know this is God's will of yoking us together. And it's not because this person no sewing so this person is connected to this and this person is connected to that because whatever your purpose is there has to be a building 
of it. It's a building of it. And we can, we can fool ourselves and say, no, I don't do that. You know, listen, if we're not growing, it starts within us first. Do we have the heart after God's own heart? Are we after God's own heart? Because that should be first. That should be first. Anybody claiming to be a Christian, the first thing is Christ, Christ-like, okay? And then it could be, who's around me? Do I have people that can pour in what God? what is God saying? Or do I have people just sucking out? Am I somebody that can pour in or am I just sucking out? And if I'm constantly sucking out, why? Why hasn't it become effective in my life if I'm sucking constantly what God says from somebody? Why is it not effective in my life? Is my heart after God's own heart or am I after something else in these people? In these people, why are we yoking together? What what are we both bringing that can help build the kingdom of God? Because there's only two kingdoms and we're either in one or the other. There's no partial, there's no middle place. There's no one day I think I'm gonna be there. No, what are we, what is the intent and the motive Whose heart am I after? Am I after these people heart? Or am I after God's will? Jude tells us, verse four. No, verse, uh, Jude, verse one. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, to them that are sanctified. This is who, this message, any of us that are sanctified, by God, the Father, and preserved, we have to know this, and preserved in Jesus Christ, the word of God, and called, and called, okay? Yeah, but, okay, so when you're thinking about the motive, it, it's on both sides, it's on both sides. What is my motive for being in this relationship, okay? And Lord, what is the motive of this other person? Are we just coming together in harmony? Are we fitly joined together as the body? Are we doing things to help equip the body of Christ? Because there's only two kingdoms. So either we're always talking about things of darkness or we're talking about things of the light. Now, some people, well, we don't even have those kind of conversations. But you are, you just don't realize it. If you're around people, you're never talking about God, then you're talking about the kingdom of darkness or you're not edifying the body. You're just not. You, 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 you're, you're not supplying. And all of us are there in need of some supply. Some supply. It could just be encouragement. It could be joy. But we're all needing some type of supply. It could just be, I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to hear me. Okay, but I still want to be intentional of who I am pouring into and who's sucking something out of me. Who is drinking from my fountain? Who is, who, who, because that's better than sucking something. Who, who's drinking from my fountain? 
And what are they doing with what they're drinking out of me? What are they doing with it? Is it being tossed by the wayside? Is it being wasted? Is it being squandered? Or is there somebody that could come into their life and they could speak this, they could speak this life? I know it's time to go. My battery's running dead. But he says, Jude, um, he says, verse three. No, he says, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. When we're reading this, take that in because that's what's being sent. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. So multiply right now in the name of Jesus. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. We have to fight for our faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men or people crept in unawares who were before of old to the condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, waste, perversion, and denying the only Lord God, our Lord Jesus Christ. This is what he's saying. We They're crept in unaware. Many people are yoking. It says, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, know how the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not God. And the angels which not which kept not their first estate. If, if you're an angel, you remain an angel. If you're a child of God, you remain a child of God. If God said you're a teacher, you remain a teacher. Whatever God says is your estate, your positioning, who you are known by in spiritual realms or how you're known. We won't know until we meet him how we are actually known. But as we walk this thing out, what did God say? That is our following instructions. What did the word, what is written what is God saying? It should line up in all our relationships, all our connections as Christian, as children of God, proclaiming we are following Christ. If who's following me should be able to pick up Christ because they contacted me or they was connected to me or they saw me, something should have been a builder for them. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Pray I have the most blessed day. In the mighty name of Jesus, love y'all. Peace.